1: Everybody. welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host Linda Hall. I'm here with our cat behavior expert and multi-cat specialist, Rita Rymers, And we are super excited because we have a special guest today. Her name is Tina Reddington and she works out in Los Angeles with the ASPCA. So first, we have to take a little break, but we have amazing sponsors who make this possible. So listen to this amazing commercial from awesome people, and we will be right back.
0: Mojo would swallow things whole. A chicken carcass, a bird nest, and assorted stones and sticks. After surgery, Mojo had skin issues. He was constantly itching and scratching, chewing the hair right off of his legs.
1: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com.
0: On the Dynavite, all of these symptoms disappeared.
1: Dynavite is nutrition. Did you love
0: your dog, you need to put him on Dynavite. You won't
2: believe how happy your dog will be.
0: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot oh. com.
2: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com
1: Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. Thank you again to our sponsors. Rita, are you with us? I'm with you.
2: I'm so excited to talk to Tina about all her work with cats and kittens. (laughs) Well, I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah, we're so glad you could. So, um, I wonder if you could tell us briefly, what is the mission statement of the ASPCA? Yeah, well, the ASPCA's official mission
0: statement is to provide effective means for the prevention of cruelty to animals throughout the United States. So that's been our mission since day one. We were founded in 1866. We are, yeah, oldest animal welfare organization in North America. And um, we've stayed true to that mission for, yeah, 150 years going strong.
2: That's amazing. That's really amazing. Yeah. That is awesome.
0: So what are all the functions that you do now? Yeah, so the ASPCA, we have work going on all across the country. We're focusing on rescuing animals, whether it's from a natural disaster (laughs) or man-made disaster such as puppy mills or dog fighting rings. We are placing animals in adoptive homes and helping to ensure pets can stay with their families. That's the best place for them to be is with their family. And then of course, we're also working on protecting animals and ensuring that they have the legislative protection that they need um, and that they deserve. So those are our main focus areas, but we've got behavioral rehabilitation centers and an animal poison control center. I love it. Our work is really endless. Whatever we can do to uh, help animals in crisis,
2: we're gonna be there. Yeah, I love that some cities and states are making it a felony now. The animal cruelty which is amazing that that's been a long time coming
0: yep and we're working you know on local state and federal uh levels to really ensure protection for animals from cruelty so it needs to be happening at all levels and we're working hard at it
2: agree now has the recent covid 19 outbreak affected your mission at all are you still able to help some of the animals in need out there
0: Yeah, it's impacted our work for sure, but it's grown our work as well. We have the ASPCA COVID-19 Relief and Recovery Initiative, and we just reached 210,000 animals impacted by that initiative since March. So that has been incredible to see what we've been able to do at a moment's notice to help people and their pets. A lot of that was from our food distribution centers across the country, where we're providing cat food, dog food, even horse feed, um horse owners need support right now and we're also doing a lot of hands-on work so we're headquartered in new york city and we are able to take in a lot of animals right now who need temporary caregiving while their owners are going through crisis with covid 19 and getting them the help that help that they need
2: do you have trouble getting volunteers right now because people are afraid to leave their house how's that working out
0: yeah so no people are very very dedicated to helping the animals as i'm sure you guys are aware um once you're in this you can't nothing can pry you away but the aspca has taken a lot of steps to make sure our staff and our volunteers are protected during this time so some of our programs have had to temporarily pause Mm -hmm. until we can put in some safe protocols to keep the work going
2: i know linda you know that. Jackie Moss at uh, Friends of Feline Rescue Center, they've had to institute some very interesting methods so they could still do adoption. Yeah, they've got they've got a kitty
1: cam. So if somebody expresses an interest in a cat, then they'll set up an appointment. They've got a room, they sterilize it, they bring the cat in that they're interested in, or a few cats, then they sterilize it again, they do all the paperwork in another room. You know, it's really yeah. to, to protect the volunteers and everybody because She's not funded by any other, you know, it's donations only. So she's like, I can't put my volunteers at risk. And yeah. this off of her
0: home. So And if they get yeah. sick, who's gonna come in and take their spot to do the work? So yeah. and you know, COVID-19 has been <laughs> horrible, of course, all across the country. But the silver lining yeah. is that this is a real amazing time for animals. Things have been going very well for them. The amount of people who have stepped up to temporarily care for animals as a Love volunteer. Oh, it's just, it's so beautiful. It's the silver lining to everything going on. And I am very hopeful. The ASPCA is very hopeful that this is going to change animal welfare as we know it and get a lot more of our community involved. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've posted several times that, you
1: know, if you've been thinking about adopting a cat or a dog, we're just cat people. So we always say cat, but dogs. <laughs> you have a dog now, come or on. Or a dog, yeah. I have a, dog, a chihuahua who thinks it's a cat. But that's another story. Anyway, uh, tell them, you know, now is the time because you want to be able to bond with this cat and learn this cat and get to know this cat. Hi, you're home. You can't go anywhere. Here's something new and exciting to do. Adopt that animal you've been looking at.
0: And, you know, a foster home is a significantly better place for an animal to be than in a shelter. This is just a much better place for them to be. And the more we can have animals in foster homes waiting for their adoptive families, the better off everyone's going to be.
2: Oh, yeah. What about those poor cats at the shelter there in defiance, Linda? That Linda's trying to adopt these two 12-year-old kitties. Because were... they need two more cats. Go ahead and tell the story.
1: Yeah, yes. well, my daughter, my kids love to you know, send me pictures, go, mom, this cat, you know, when my son had a paper route, it was a nightmare for me. Cause on his route, he's taking pictures of outside cats that look like they need love, you know, (laughs) so my daughter sends me this picture. I'm looking and there's these two cats, they're 12. So, you know, that's a strike against them. Everybody wants the kittens. Nobody wants a senior. Mm -hmm. They are bonded together. So they want them adopted together. Strike two, their owner died. Oh. I know. So they're grieving. And oh, and they're God. in this room listening to dogs bark. And I'm just like, I have to get them. So yeah, I waited <laughs> till my husband was really tired and went, honey. <laughs> You've developed strategies, I can tell. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah totally not looking for two more cats but can't leave them there and i know they're yeah
2: they're in the awful shelter listening to the dogs bark feeling scared it's not like being in a foster home yeah totally different experience
0: yeah and what we're seeing is that so we're doing a lot of virtual meet and greets for adoptable cats
2: Uh and
0: oh man can a cat show off their behavior so well In a virtual meet and greet because they are in a home environment. They are with people they're used to. They're not in that stressful shelter setting. So they can show off their true personality. So our adult cats are being adopted left and right because they just get to show their true colors, show off, and show how much they love people and love being in a home.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. What a good time. I haven't thought about that in addition to adopting. This is a great time to foster your home. And even if you don't want a cat long term, well,
2: foster. Yes. I'm a foster failure. If yeah. they cross my doorstep, the thing is, my cats are so accepting of other cats. They fall into the group so well, and they fall in love with each other. And I'm like, I can't stress that cat out by <laughs> taking them out of here. So my, you know, you you live here now, and that's why that's how I got up so high. But I do draw the number at twenty because, um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because. You think twenty is a big number, but you know, I met a lady that had over thirty, but she was Ooh. a weirdo. <laughs> weird about her, you know. Yeah, that's and I'm like, it's mean. awful to say that I'm not weird because I have twenty, but she's weird because she has thirty. But it was just, you know, I'm not sure she was doing spay neuters like she should. And, yeah. And, yeah. And she was we, I remember I was volunteering with Save a Life and this cat Oliver, who, he didn't have a name then. He just was crying, crying. He wasn't doing the adoptions well and The owner of the rescue said, you know, one of you guys has to take him home because, you know, I don't even know if I'll be able to catch him again. He's going to get lost in all my cats. blah blah." So the lady with 30 cats, she's like, well, I'll take him home. And I went as this cat is clawing onto me and grabbing my hand. I said, no, (laughs) no, I'll take him. Yeah. About have yeah, 15 I only have fifteen. I'll take him. <laughs> I'll take him. No, you're not getting him. No, no. You had half of that number. Yeah. yeah, he's still with me. He's very, very, very bonded to me. Yeah, yeah. I think people who foster are amazing because yeah,
1: yeah. I well, and it upsets when you have multiple cats, you know, and then you make that groove
0: and they become this, you know. Yeah. Yeah, this grouping. The trick is to get them out as quickly as possible, you know, so you don't develop too strong of an attachment. And especially kittens, you know, we're focused on kittens because the kittens are just endless in L.A. And you want to get them adopted while they're still a kitten because that's when all of the adopters are going to come you know running for them and so yeah. you want to get them
2: out the door while they still got that that cute little baby face <laughs> <laughs> and while they haven't become too attached to the the human foster either, yeah exactly easily a and i'm
1: tempted i'm like somebody will take that that's a kitten yeah. Go it's for <laughs> yes. yes it's a kitten it'll be fine <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. oh So anyway, go ahead, Linda. I think we have some more. I don't want to go through all of our prepared questions before 30 minutes is up. So (laughs) Uh,
1: the Foster and Diversion Program. Obviously, I know what a foster program is, but what's diversion?
0: So yeah, our program in Los Angeles, we created to support the two LA County shelters that are receiving the highest number of cat intakes. So by diversion, what we mean is that we're literally at the front doors of that shelter stopping cats from entering.
2: I can almost guess who those shelters shelters
0: are. Yeah, it's, you know, it's not our shelter's fault for overpopulation. They are a municipal shelter. They have to accept the cats that come to them. And there are far too many. So whatever we can do to prevent a cat from going into the shelter is going to make a life-saving difference. So... We are set up to take in the kittens they receive, the kittens that are just too young to be in a shelter environment and need a foster home. We operate out of an emergency trailer in the parking lot. Our registered veterinary technician is set up in the trailer, giving them vaccines, getting them prepared for a foster home, and then we send them out the door in a rideshare service to their foster home.
2: <laughs> I wish this had been in effect when I lived in Los Angeles. I would have been there helping you, volunteering because I also used to do some volunteer work with the Found Animals Foundation.
0: Oh, great and,
2: Found Animals. Oh, they're great, but I had to, you know, go to some events at the shelters and it was tearing up my heart, you know, seeing little bitty kittens in the vestibule. I remember the Van Nuys shelter specifically. And i I was falling in love with all the little kittens and I'm, you know, at that time, I think I had 10 and, uh, the people there said, well, you could take, you can adopt this one. I'm like, well, I'm already over my limit. And they said, well, as long as nobody complains we really don't hook up <laughs> on it but i didn't take the kitten home but i wanted to LA does have the four
0: cat rules so i've only got my two um yeah so have a lot of you know foster kitties come through my doors for sure oh, oh, sure so. well and i think you know we don't recommend everyone have 19 no. <laughs> do not try this at
1: home <laughs> yeah arita's got a nice nice home she's got a yeah. job works from home so she can stay I mean and it's watching her you know you imagine how many cat boxes that is and getting their food ready and some are served in this room and some are served in that and oh you don't like pate, you like this and she runs around like their little slave that she is (laughs) uh, yeah it's a full-time
0: job it would be way I think that'd be too much for me so but (laughs) I I love love the idea of really encouraging people to adopt two instead of one it breaks my heart when a cat has a you know family member and they're adopted separately yeah has to do so much better with companionship so adopting pairs of kittens we are all about that for sure
2: Yeah, especially when they're little because they've got that pent-up kitten energy they will use to bite your fingers and toes yes Yes. Uh, yes two kittens are easier than one and then you know even when i was saving kitties from the shelters i remember when i got picasso she's very shy and I said, did she come in with somebody? I don't know what made me ask the question. Yeah, she did. So I said, well, put him in the carrier, too. Do you want to meet him? Oh. No. Just put him in. He can't, they came <laughs> in together. They're coming together. So. Oh, that makes yeah. me
0: so happy. That's awesome. Well,
2: they were, but sadly, um, Max had a toxoplasmosis infection of the brainstem, and he didn't make it. Oh,
0: yeah. well,
2: I'm glad uh, that uh,
0: at least they got to be together. Yeah, he didn't die yeah. in a shelter environment. Uh, he got to be
1: yeah
2: his sister and yeah that's, I mean, that's love at the end he was craw- he was paralyzed was back end because of it and we oh. had to make the decision to put him down it was so sad but he actually he crawled over to me and leaned up against me you know he he oh. when he first came to me he was very very not people oriented but by the end he knew he had love yeah, yeah that's amazing to give that gift yeah i think we have to take a another Uh, pause for the cause here linda
1: a pause for the cause sounds good we'll take a little break and hear from our sponsors we are so thankful for them making this happen we will be right back
2: molly here's your dinner (coughs) zeus that's not your food
0: don't let that happen to your precious cat elevate your cat's eating experience with the cat tree tray The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's
2: the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a
0: 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's cattreetray. dot com,
2: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio. dot
0: Pet And we are back.
1: Linda Hall with Rita Rivers and the amazing Tina Reddington learning about the ASPCA and all the amazing work that she does. I
2: wish you could see this little dancey thing Linda does as she's counting down our break time. (laughs) It's It's pretty helpful.
1: (laughs) I like a visual cue. What
0: made you get into
1: this Tina? Because it's an amazing thing but it can also be very heartbreaking. What led you to this?
0: It can. I mean I am just so lucky that I grew up in a family that loves animals. We've been rescuing animals, you know, since the early eighties. So we were really supporting that cause for a long time. And then I started at the ASPCA, um, as an assistant, and I just fell so in love with this organization that I have remained dedicated for over 12 years now, wow. working in different departments. I did leave for a year and worked at another organization. I was like, you know, the ASPCA is really where I belong. To be able to have my job be something I care so deeply about, oh, I, I feel like the luckiest person in the world. So I plan on being with the ASPCA for the rest of my life. I believe so strongly in the work that we do. and um, the change we're trying to make for animals across the country. It's a great organization. I can say first stand
2: <laughs> Did you have a different career that you left to pursue this or did you just go right into it? Because you look so young. You don't look like you're old enough to be with the company for 12 years. I know, right? Really? Well, yeah, I was
0: an assistant for the ASPCA straight out of college. So Ooh, nice. practically my entire professional career has been for animal welfare. I did leave for a year to be in more of that movie music world which I always thought I wanted to be in and I'm so glad I had that opportunity because you never know what you have
2: until you experience something oh yeah I know and doesn't everyone in LA want to get into I did some right? extra exactly. work and, and yeah and then working for Richard I was in some of the videos I produced one so yeah you think that's what you want but then when you get there it's fun yeah. but it's n- not as fulfilling I don't think as exactly. what we do now exactly. I love
1: Rita will tell the story. She was um, working in the IT world, and she'll tell the story about how she, you know, was making six figures, and she was, and this was years ago, so it was worth seven figures probably, (laughs) and um, and rents weren't as high in L.A., and uh, she had just ordered this custom-made Beamer, wasn't it, Rita? Yeah, I ordered it right from Germany, everything I wanted, (laughs) special color (laughs) And her nails and her high heels. And she said, so I thought, how can I wreck my life? I think I'll take off my tennis shoes and, or take off my heels
2: and slap on some tennis shoes and become a cat sitter and take yes. care of me
1: Instead of earning <laughs> all this money.
2: <laughs> I was already doing that on the side, plus working for Richard, plus working a full-time job. Plus I had a house full of kitties and I thought, Something's got to give. Yep. Yeah. Let's give up the money. That'll do it. Yeah, that's great. I, I support the choice you made.
0: <laughs> Me uh, too.
1: Yeah. Thank you. There's, there's nothing better than feeling like you've made a difference in doing something that you love. That's, yeah. that's a lot more than cash.
0: And I love miserable people. Yeah. <laughs> Even with the pup sitting. A, a yeah. second class citizen to dogs for quite a while oh, now. Oh, I know. And so being able to elevate the call to save cats and understand that cats are different than dogs they don't need the same kind of programs they need new different programs to save their lives and so that's really cool too is to drive, you know, ahead the mission to help our cats. That's great. We love that. So how can people help? If, if the people are listening, I, I want a piece of that. Fostering. I mean, I can't yeah. say it enough. I'm hoping that the animal sheltering world really turns into a foster centric model. A lot of animal welfare organizations are talking about that. How can we get the community more involved. There is no better place for a homeless animal to be than in a home, whether that's right. a foster home or an adoptive home, there is no better place for them to be. and. Mm-hmm you know, then people don't have to come to the shelter looking for an animal. Like, they are going to see the foster pets online and, you know, their friends are going to talk about them with their friends and family members and with dogs, walking them out on the street. You know, people don't have to be in the market for getting a new pet to fall in love when they're seeing an adoptable dog walk down the street with an Adopt Me bandana
2: on. Do you think I was ever in the market to adopt?
0: Yeah.
1: I, have 19 and I, have I think I need another one. No.
0: <laughs> exactly.
2: Let them come to you. <laughs> one of the things that um, makes this so wonderful and the fostering so great is people would ask us at the adoption events at Petco uh, for the the rescue I worked with, you know, how can I tell what their personality is like? Well, in this setting, you can't. You really yep. can't. because. Yep. They're not acting like they normally would. Why is this cat so scared? Well, how would you feel if you were in a cage in a strange environment with barking dogs, as they did dogs too, and people poking their fingers in your cage, would you be hiding in the corner? Yeah. Yeah. You- so
0: cats react so strongly to stress. It's oh, no. not good for them at all. We
1: can Rita writes for Catster, And they wanted to shoot these videos, behavioral videos, oh, you does. know, um, is your cat keeping you up at night? That kind of thing. They're in our clubhouse. And, uh, so we're trying to decide which of her, you know, 8 million, 19 cats to bring. <laughs> and uh, we're, we immediately picked out Simon and Colby because they're the ones that greeted me at the door, never having, you know, they're that's those cats. They're the super friendly cats. Well, we had to take them to her cat star editor's house to do it. Simon was in the corner of and they're like, I'm Aww. going to myself. I don't know yeah. what you're doing to me. but Yeah. yeah. At the one, we decided to take a third just in case, and we flip flop between Bella and Punkin, and we decided on Punkin. Your and husband picked Star. Your husband picked pumpkin. Yes, yes. I asked him, I ran my phone with my husband going, we don't know. Is it Bella or Punkin? He said Punkin. He's never met either of them, but it was the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me my lines, I'll do whatever you want me to do. <laughs> or cats. He sat in a chair with little cups in front of him, looking like he was a party animal, and he was just like, Ready. Yeah. Oh for that's it, cats, man, you know they're just so unique. And I was
2: shocked. To yeah, the
1: truth. I know. we were like, she's off trying to find Colby, who's managed to hide underneath a dresser that had about one inch of space. How that cat got under there is beyond me. I don't know, but he did so it's it. It's just like, I got this. I got the whole video shoot. I'll be
2: everything you want me to be. And then the <laughs> other cats were going to Pumpkin for comfort because he yeah, was he was my alpha cat at the time. He's passed away. Lester. Because he was, what was he, 16? I think when we did those videos. Yeah. Yeah. He was already a seasoned old man, and they were like, yeah. protect me he'd been around the block <laughs> we were supposed, but one of the
1: shoots was we were supposed to be Is your cat keeping you up at night so I got to wear these jammies I it was my acting debut as girl in bed and um and so they put pumpkin on the bed hoping pumpkin Punk, laid by my head and took his tail and went thump 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 in my head it was exactly like he we really knew what he was supposed to do and I'm trying not to laugh because I'm supposed to be trying to sleep yeah, like what a career ahead <laughs> <laughs> That cat. Yeah, I said we should have figured this out earlier. He had a career in acting that cat.
2: <laughs> so uh, do you do you help match like the fosters and adopters to the right kitty? How do you how do you help someone find the perfect cat for them?
0: Yeah, we let them tell us what they're looking for first. So we try, you know, a lot of people when they're picking a cat's looks have a lot to do with what they want. So, you know, with with our foster program, we usually have at least 300 cats in foster care at a time. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so we have plenty for them to choose from. Mm-hmm. So we kind of narrow it. First, they tell us, you know, I'm really interested in an orange tabby or I want a black cat. And then we're like, all right, so, you know, we've got ones that are more your cuddle buddies, ones that are super active and playful, ones that are really, you know, the newest way to market some of our less friendly cats is a cat for your cat. Oh my god, yes! (laughs) I have have one of those! Adopt a cat for (laughs) your cat.
1: (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, Jackie at the shelter that I went to, you know, we went in once, we saw this cat. My son decided, I think it was his 12th birthday, he wanted a cat. And I, I tried everything to talk. i like, we don't have enough cats, right? We're going to go out and pick one on purpose. And <laughs> nope, he had to have a cat. So he picked one out from the cat cam and we got there. And Jackie was like, nope, that's not the cat for you. That cat's not going to work with all the other cats. And uh, so, you know, you got to know what you're looking for exactly. And she had a scale, an ornery scale, and scale of oh. one to ten. This one's a seven of ornery, you know. So yeah, do you want something that's going to lay on you, or do you want something that's going to be playful? Yeah, who do you, who are you looking for?
2: Yeah. You have a cat's cat. Also, I have my brownie, my cat's cat, and your. How uh, come I can never Karma. remember? Her, is Kizzy's cat. Yep. I adopted
1: I, I adopted I adopted Kismet from North Carolina and I live in Ohio because he was FIV positive and no one would take him and he needed surgery to have some teeth removed. I, he said, I he said two said two surgeries now. He only has six teeth left. So <laughs> 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 and I'll tell you, I brought that cat home never sight unseen. One of their volunteers was which Note to everyone, don't count out a cat that's somewhere else, because one of their volunteers just happened to work for American Airlines. And oh. she happened to have a cousin who was having a graduation party in Toledo, which is about an hour from me. Oh, so she loads up the cat, and yeah. we meet her halfway between here and Toledo. So seven months later, I go to visit Rita, and I said, I want to go to the shelter. I want to thank Terry, because this cat is just, oh, I love Aww. this cat. <laughs> he is the, just so the most cool. amazing cat. And she said, I still have his girlfriend. And I'm like, you're what? You're what? You're what? And no one would adopt Karma because she's skittish. Like I can't even pet her. But Aww. she popped her head out of the carrier, and Kizzy went over and loved her. And then he smacked her in the head. Like where have you been? <laughs> and from then on, they are like yin and yang. I mean, they oh, they're like a so cool. they're so in that's- love. And I yeah, I'm just so grateful I was able to get his cat for him. <laughs>
2: How's that idea going over with you, Tina? I mean, are are you able to convince some people to go that route and take some of the Shire kitties?
0: Yes, we are. But we are also focused because there are just so many cats in LA. We are really focused in on kittens right now. So Mm -hmm. data focused is the ASPCA's like second name, I swear. We look at the data and look at the data to see where can we make the biggest impact. And by far and away, the, the largest amount uh cats being euthanized in the shelter were young kittens so that's where our focus is and when you get them that young we can make pretty much any of them be extremely friendly for sure we have less of that although sometimes we are taking in moms and their babies and moms can be a little shy And COVID has been great for them because everyone is so desperate for companionship that they are willing to open their homes to any kind of cat. And um, so we've been in a great place, but I would be remiss if I didn't talk about, I think the most important thing that people can do to help cats is not take them to the shelter in the first place. Agreed. Cats really do not belong in a shelter environment. And that's why we have so many kittens because good meaning Samaritans think they're doing the right thing by taking kittens into the shelter. But really those kittens had a mom and mom was just hiding from that person or right. our food mm. And now she comes back and her kittens are gone and we have these orphaned kittens. Mm -hmm. And no one can care for a kitten like their mom can. Agree. So we got to educate the public and get the word out that leave cats where they are. If it is a friendly outdoor cat, they are 10 times more likely to find their home by staying on the streets where they are. Unless Um, they're in danger. Correct. Danger. If they're in immediate danger or if they are unwell and sick, those are times that they should be coming to the shelter. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, we really want to encourage people to to leave cats where they are and work on, you know, getting involved with your local TNR group. So TNR stands for trap, neuter, return. And that is a way to help stop the overpopulation of homeless cats. And A lot of these street cats, you know, not only are we taking kittens away from their moms, but we're taking cats who have never had interactions with humans into Mm -hmm. the shelter Mm -hmm. where their only option is adoption or euthanasia. And no one's adopting that cat that has a feral personality and doesn't get along with humans. So Uh, uh that's the one thing I would just love to stress to anybody who's listening is, There are so many tools online to know whether the cat you are seeing belongs in a shelter or not and what steps you can take to help the cat that you're seeing on the street. But majority of our cats live outdoors and they can live happy and healthy lives if we are providing them the resources they need. If we're getting them altered, they'll be healthier. If they have a dedicated caregiver who's watching the colony of cats, making sure they're healthy, making sure they have food, getting the kittens after they've weaned from mom. So if we can get them between that five and eight weeks of age, Mm -hmm. we can take good care of them and turn them into house cats. So them at that age, but not earlier.
2: I have quite a few that came to me at four weeks, which is pathetic. And again, they were either going to be euthanized or even my quads, the one of which ended up staying feral. They came to me, they were found outside. Mm -hmm. They were about seven weeks old and probably was a case where somebody took them away from mom. Three of them tamed down really well. But the other one, that's my semi-feral brownie. I I can't touch her. Um, And most people can't. And, you know, there
0: are millions of cats across the country. We're not going to find adoptive homes, unfortunately, for every single street cat. And and once they're they past eight weeks of age, to make them a friendly cat is very, very
2: difficult. Yes. It can be done, but it's difficult. They really it's need to be handled sure. about that yeah. six-week six period. Exactly. When they need that constant handling and yeah. hopefully still with mom around, you know, cause it's uh, still a little yeah. dumb to pick, take them away. I mean, 12 it's weeks is optimal, but I don't think these days any kittens get to stay with their mom that long unless they're in a setting where they're being fostered together.
1: And I think yeah. you can tell too, because Kizzy and Carmo were both rescued from the same feral colony. The lady who rescued them, she picked Kizzy up and he went purr, 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 purr. Uh, yes. He's like, this is not a feral cat, this oh, is a cat yep, exactly. that cat needs a home yeah so beaten up and so skinny oh, and so God. full of fleas you wouldn't know it now a fat thing but <laughs> <he's been laughs> spoiled but yeah karma the best we get out of is if she'll lay on the foot of the bed and i get so excited it's like a bigfoot sighting right i'm like karma <laughs> that's better than i get from brownie so you're doing well exactly yeah and you know i accept that that's you know she's happy yeah. She's Kismet's cat. She doesn't need to be my cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kizzy
2: will take care of that. Stray <laughs> and neuter is the key. Whether it's TNR or just people getting their own cats spayed Absolutely. and neutered, uh, oh, especially okay. like in the warm climates, like where you're in Los Angeles and me in Charlotte, North Carolina, we don't. There is a continual kitten season, unlike up north where in winter there's no kittens coming. It's not yes. the case in the warm climates year-round. Oh my gosh, it just feels
0: never-ending. We can sometimes receive a thousand kittens a month in the Margaritas. shelter in L.A. Oh, dear. Because we're warm weather, we're a city environment where these cats can thrive. And, you know, cats can start giving birth as early as four months of age. I know. They have multiple litters a year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a mama cat has her first litter in, like, say, March. Her kitties are now going to have kittens four months later. Oh. It <sighs> truly feels never-ending, and the only yes. way we're going to help all of these cats is spay and neuter.
2: Yeah, and some people think that their female has to have gone into heat once. That's not true. Nope. That they have to have had a litter once. That's not true. Nope. Yep. We actually
0: spay and neuter our kittens at two months of age. Um, we have had nothing but successful surgeries doing pediatric spay and neuters. They recover so quickly. They don't develop any behaviors of unaltered animals that might stick with them after surgery. It it works really well for us, and so we're only sending out kittens into homes that have already been spayed or neutered. Sure. And yeah. so, getting cats from a rescue or a shelter is so much better than just a friend or a family member because you'll get them already vaccinated, spayed and neutered, microchipped.
2: Yeah, um, that, that it, free it, kitten you get is going to cost you a lot more in the long yes. run. Yeah, by the time you do everything
1: that's needed to do with the vaccinations, the kitten shots, the altering, yeah, it's going to cost you way more than anybody was asking for. Yep.
2: Uh, We've got a little bit over thirty minutes because I, I could just talk to you all day. I'm
0: gonna say, having too much fun. Oh, and I hope you'll talk come to back again. It makes my day. <laughs>
2: I hope you'll come back again. And oh, there's one of your kitties. Which one is oh, that? Oh yeah, that's Rachel. Rachel's actually a boy cat. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, he's a Maine Coon kind of mix, and yeah. I was a young, young thing. <laughs>
1: I love it well yeah anytime you want to come back you shoot us an email and
2: let us know darling we'll have thank you back in the heartbeat if you've got some special event coming up you know we're happy to promote that you know have you on the show yes. oh
0: thanks guys thank you so much um yeah we really appreciate everything you're doing for spreading the good word about cats and having us on to talk about spaying and neutering and yeah, sure. uh, <laughs> Yes. Well, thank you. And thank you for everything
1: you do for the cats.
0: Thank you so much.
1: And thank you to our listeners and our sponsors for making this possible so we can do this. And everyone
2: remember, every day is Catter Day. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.